Welcome to The Run with Tommy Frazier and Johnny Rogers. I'm your host, Anna Bellinghausen, here with Husker Legends, getting ready for Husker Game Day every week with reaction and analysis from the best. It's the first year of the Matt Rule era, and there's so much to cover, guys, with this Nebraska team. But before we dive into the game on Saturday against Colorado, let's recap that loss at Minnesota, 13-10. to Tommy, starting with you, just your initial reaction after having a couple days to soak it in. Well, it was a tough loss. You know, when you, you sit back and you look, and you think about the things that went right and things that went wrong. We you take out equivalent of four plays. You know, I thought I felt the game would have been different. And those were mistakes that were made by the players. I know a lot of people think coaching was part of it, but you know, coaches can't. They're not throwing the balls and not not, not fumbling the balls. So I think I thought the players, for the most part, played well. But I think with just those four those four turnovers hurt Nebraska. Johnny, from you and your perspective, what do you see? Well, every day's game day. <laughs> they they have to show up. We need to show up, and I think that we have um, – we didn't, we didn't take every, – everybody that I had talked to prior to the game thought Dion would not be able to pull it together. They thought he would have been unorganized, that the team was small, he got players in too fast, and he wasn't really going to be able to pull it together. Um, he did, you know, and I think he has the attitude in, in looking at his pregame talk to them. His whole deal was we got to do it now. And so he, he pushes attitude. You know, he's a motivator. He's got the kids playing a little bit higher than they would normally actually play. And good coaches really have to pull that kind of stuff out of the players, especially when you first – you never get a second chance to make a first impression. That first game really is a big deal. Uh, we had a good opportunity, to, I thought, to really win the game. Really, we played the better game. We mm-hmm. just have too many mistakes. How much can you take away from a game one loss? Are fans overreacting? Are, are they too quick to pose judgment on this Husker team? How much can you really take away from just one game? Well, I think, I think what fans are saying and things that I, that I heard when I was actually at the game and when we leave walking out of the game, you know, I heard it say, oh, it's the same stuff that we had the previous years. And, but I just want fans to be cautious to where it's, it's the first time these coaches have coached these players in a game-like situation. First time these players have ran the, the, the defense and the offense that they, that they installed. So, uh, you know, you, you improve from week one and week two. So now I think the second game is when you're going to see the most improvement and then you can really get a good feel of, of, of how well this team is adapting to what, what they've been coached. I hope you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the old saying: you you improve from week one to week two, especially especially for um, starting the season off, yep. because that's because that's where you, you learn what your players can do for the first time in, in full speed action. So there was a tweet sent out yesterday. Tom Osborne, obviously the coaching legend, was in attendance for practice. You guys obviously know him very well. What do you think he would be saying to this Husker team? You guys have never faced an 0-1-1 in your time period with Tom Osborne, but what would he be coaching up to that team right now? What do you think his advice is for Matt Roll? Well, I don't know if I don't know if he'll be coaching up or saying anything that most coaches wouldn't. I think he'd be more focused on on, on the turnovers, the negative plays. You know, who you know, there's a lot of things great when we played that. I know when I played for him, there's a lot of great things we did, but he always stressed the, the negative things, the turnovers, the penalties. You know, so I think if they can clean those the turnovers up, you know, it'll give them a better chance of being successful. You know, he'll focus on no mistakes. You can't, you can't beat yourself. And that's kind of what we really did. We, we beat ourselves. And to emphasize that that's past, it's all about now. And now it's about that attitude of winning and attitude of coming back and attitude that we got to do this together. Anything you can do by yourself ain't big enough. We need a whole team right. effort. Mm-hmm. We need offense, defense, and special teams now. Right now, right now, today is game day. We will never get a second chance to go back and do this. We got to win this game here right now to set the pace going. We've learned how it feels not to really win. We've we've showed it. We feel it. Everybody knows it. So we have to make a change. The only thing that's consistent is change. Let's change it for the better. We have to do it. We're the ones, and the time is now. Glaring issue, obviously, the four turnovers, three interceptions from Jeff Sims, and then a fumble by Anthony Grant late in that mm-hmm. game. How do you erase that from your memory as a player and move forward? Do you look at the film and try to figure out, okay, what went wrong, or is it clean slate week after week? Well, well playing sports, you have to be short-term memory. You know, you can't go back and dwell on what you did because if you do that, then you're affecting the rest of your game. You know, with the, with the three interceptions, if you go back and look at him, and I did that, you can you can very easily say that show that he was looking at one receiver that he really wasn't going through his progression because if he was, and a couple of those interceptions wouldn't have happened. You know, as far as fumbling the ball, you, that's part of the game. I mean, you, you carry the ball enough, you're going to fumble. You, 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 it just sucks that it happened when it did. 
you know, when they was when Nebraska was trying to go down and and, and take the lead again or, or put more points on the board. But it's just one of those deals that you just practice and you focus on, and, and it, it becomes a me a me problem. That I got to make sure I don't turn the ball, make sure I do what I'm supposed to do, make sure I don't fumble the ball. You know, don't get me wrong; they're they're practicing not throwing interceptions, not fumbling the ball. But in a lot of situations, those things happen. You just can't have that many. How would you evaluate the quarterback play from Jeff Sims just given week one? Maybe erase those three interceptions. Obviously, we saw him on the ground a lot. But what did you see from him that you maybe liked right away? I felt he was managing the offense. You know, I felt he was managing the offense. I felt that um, they were calling plays that he felt comfortable with. You know, but when you, when you throw on three interceptions, that kind of take away from his overall play because he still, he still rushed for almost 100 yards. He threw, threw for almost 140 yards. You know, so, I, so it wasn't like that he was playing bad. But when you have three interceptions, that take away from everything else that you, that you did in that game. Johnny, what's it out to you about, Jeff? Well, you have this little bit of difference between taking chances and calculated risks. And so we, we want to take calculated risks more than chances. We want to have ball controls. They, they know how to read the, the, the defenses. They know primarily where you're supposed to go, and you have to do that. You have to follow the plan. If you have a plan, you've got to follow the plan. And when you're reading the defense, you go to your first look, and if he's open, you hit him. If he's not open, you go to your second look and to your third look. But you can't pass over one to get to one, and I think at times that that's exactly what we did. We had people that were open, but we didn't pull the trigger at the right place at the right time. And, you know, like I said, that's when you're trying to make them decisions right there on the spot, it's a little bit difficult. So it's going to be, you got to take chances sometimes. Some so hopefully we'll get to the point where you just get more confident in doing what you were trying to do that you're convinced you're going to be able to do it. But you got to get it done. And, and, you and can't have mistakes. And the one thing, it's easy to, to, to criticize the quarterback for making a pass or making a pass there. But I challenge anyone. When you put in a live situation and people fall into your feet and rush across your face to try to make the decision, you know, they always don't work out. But, but what about the ones that do? You know, so, you know, so it's just one of those deals to where you're going to throw an exception, but you're going to complete passes that you shouldn't complete it. Well, Deion's son threw a lot of passes, and he didn't get an interception. But a lot of those guys wide open. <laughs> yeah, but, but a lot of those guys wide open, though. That's that's another difference. That's a difference. But but once why again, are they wide open? But once again, it, I don't I don't look, I don't look at it that way. I look at it as 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 a, as a guy knowing what they're doing offensively. And I look at it as a guy who's confident in knowing what they're doing offensively and, and pulling the trigger. I look at a guy who's probably was a, who's probably being coached up a little bit better when it comes to their offensive system because they know what he can do. You know, these coaches still trying to figure out what Jeff can do because you got to understand he came from Georgia Tech to where they ran a lot of option down that wing team option, and then when they fired the coach, that's when they started doing a little bit more different throwing the ball. So I mean, he's still relatively trying to get used to of throwing the ball the way that that um, Scott yeah. wants to throw it. So I just I'm I'm on a band of just. The first game, it was okay. I, I felt he could play better and just get more time in the system again. And once they figure out what he can do, right. then I think that's what they're going to exploit. Yeah, how do you get him more comfortable? Is it letting him roll out more? Is it using tight ends? Is it RPO? In your guys' perspective, how do you make a quarterback like Jeff Sims work when he's so reliant on his legs? Well, I think you got to do what's best for the offense. You know, I know the one thing previous years they were afraid to run the quarterback, but then you brought him here to, 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 be, yeah. to be that run threat. So I think you have to do it all. I think you have to get him outside the box, out of the pocket. I think you have to run some, some of the quarterback runs with him, like they were doing. And I think you have to stay in the pocket, too. I mean, you have to do everything because you don't want to become that team where everyone knows that, oh, they're not going to they're gonna roll, roll out to the right, they're going to roll out to the left. So you got to mix it up, but do things that he feels comfortable with in, 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 those, in those areas. Well, you, you have to feel you've got to be able to do it all. That's what, that's what you're practicing, and that's what you do. And then at that particular time, you have to make the decision to run or, or to pass or, you know, whatever it is that you have to be willing to, to make that. It's, it's like you don't think. You just do. You just, then you're in there where you're confident enough to, to, to do the right thing because you don't get the second chance. You know, that, that's why you're there. You've you got to be on top of of what is happening spontaneously. You exactly. have to have the confidence in yourself to really, like I said, don't think just to react to, 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 to the different things. And of course, you're not gonna always be right, but you have to trust yourself. And then and as John said, football in most sports is an act, react, sport. When, when something happens, you have to react to it. And then something else happens, you have to react to that. So, I mean, you have to be prepared. But if you're prepared and know what you're supposed to be doing at all times, there should nothing, nothing should surprise you, when you especially at quarterback. Mm -hmm. I want to touch on a couple more position groups and then head over to the defensive side. But the running back room, arguably the deepest room that Nebraska's seen in the past few years. Mm -hmm. Gabe Irvin Jr., 55 yards on seven carries, averaging about eight yards per carry. So great work there from him. 
feels like this might be a better matchup for the running back room against Colorado based upon what TCU was able to do to them and giving up 180 80 yards in the second half Colorado did. So how can the running back room really assist Jeff Sims so it's not always him, you know, having 19 carries per game? Well, I think I think it's one of those one of those one of those deals where I I never really try to look at what another team did versus another team because mm-hmm. of course those guys have to go back to the drawing board and say, hey, we gave 190 yards rushing. Why did we do that? You know, I just think that Nebraska has to come out with a game plan to try to, to try to run the football. But if they can't run it in the normal way, then figure out ways to run it. Because I think and even even every Dion said, Coach Prime said, the weakest part of the team right now is the interior line. And so, so we can find a way to to run the ball and control the ball and keep their keep their offense off the field because they do have an explosive offense. I think Nebraska will be successful uh, putting points on the board and also making this a shorter game. Well, it's whatever is necessary. We have to we have to be able just to get it done. It doesn't make a difference whether we're running it or whether we're passing it. But if they take away one thing, there's another thing all the time right. that we can be able to do. We just got to. Do whatever they give us. If they take away the run, we got the pass. They take away the short, we got the long. But they got to give us something. They can't take away everything right. all yep. the time, all the time. So we have to be willing to do whatever is necessary to move the ball, to, to get our third down. When we have a third down, we got to have a play that we can go to. We can get the yards for the third down. we got to convert the third down Moves, right. Period. I mean, not try to, <laughs> want to. We got to get it done, and we got to go to whoever it is that the go-to guy to get it done. Can you get it? Yeah. All right. Going over him. All right. Right. To the guard or the tackle, whoever you got to do. Somebody's confident enough to speak up. Come over me or throw it to me or get it to me. I'm going to get it done. And a team-wise, everybody has to be able to go over what they were supposed to be doing to get the job done. That's the attitude. We're going to do whatever it takes to get that oh five yards. And, and like I said, if we got one yard to get, I would never, ever pass the ball. I want the team to know we can get that yard every single time. I want them to know yeah. that we can get that yard every single time. I would never throw when I got a yard to go. Unless <laughs> I really thought you were stacking up <laughs> playing crazy over the middle so we could just easy dunk. But you got, you got to make statements in the game. Yeah. And, uh, and like I said, sometimes we, when we try to, to go the easy way, it's the hardest route. I think that's what Nebraska is searching for, Johnny. What you're alluding to is who is that guy for Nebraska? Who is going to be that third down running back that you can count on to get that yard? Or who is going to be that wide receiver? You don't have Trey Palmer anymore, so who's going to step up into those roles? And it might be the young guys like but, Malachi Coleman. But that's, but that's, 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 the, that's the beauty of this, that they don't mm-hmm. know, but now they have an opportunity to find out. You know, I'll see if this coaching staff was here for three years. And they know these players, but they're, they're still learning what, they, what these players can do themselves. Because these are all new players to them. Because they've never coached them in a game situation. You can coach them in practice. You can coach them in spring. But it's a totally different style of coaching and a totally different thing once the game happens. And so now I think they know what guys can do based off of one game. And so they're going to now start putting the, putting the pieces of the puzzle in place to put guys in positions to be successful. You got to know what you're willing to do. Colorado's under the same circumstances we are. They're all new too. Right. And they're willing to get it done now. We're not waiting until like, you can't wait in a 12-13 game season to get things done. You can't get to the bowl games if you wait too long. And we got to get to a bowl game some kind of way this year and have that attitude that whatever it takes, we're going to get there to, uh, uh, to do it. It's, it's not a matter of uh, that we haven't played together. You know, it's if everybody does what they're supposed to do, it comes together. I think Colorado and Nebraska, are, it's a perfect example of parallels because Colorado's talent over development right now, right? They, they brought in all these transfers. They want to win right now. Matt Rule, on the other hand, is a known developer of programs, and he's a guy that says, hey, it's going to take a couple years, and he's been really honest about that. How do you react to those two programs and what they're building? Does it... Does that need to change in Nebraska's mindset of saying, hey, we got to win now. It's not a developmental program. We need to be farther along. I don't, I don't think it is because once it goes back to what, what was um, the, the philosophy of why they brought Matt Rule here? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the philosophy of why Colorado brought in Coach Prime? You know, I know Colorado, they want to run it right now because they hadn't, they hadn't done anything. But I feel that Nebraska's been through so many coaches for, and, and coaches over the last 10 years, 10, 15 years, to where – Trev really want the guy to come in here to once he once he gets his system in place, it's sustained. And before, really didn't have that. 
You know, so I just think that I don't think Colorado's going to be one of those those programs that, that can sustain at this high level right now because he's surprising a lot of people what he's doing. But eventually it catches up to you. You know, so he's in the win now, and then hopefully he can win enough games to where he can find something bigger down the road. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that because they're paying him the money, and he's, he's right now he's, 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 he's paying dividends for them. Well, when I chose to come to the University of Nebraska, we hadn't won a championship since Jesus was a kid. <laughs> and they wanted to win now. It was all about now. And uh, he was going to, Vanny told me he was going to recruit the type of players that we will win now, and we wanted it now. Mm-hmm. And the first year I came when I was a freshman, when freshmen couldn't play, we won the Big 8 Conference Championship that year. The next year, we won our first national championship. The next year, we won another championship. And we became a winning program, and we were we were intense about doing it now. We had this very same attitude that Dion had, Coach Bob Devaney had, and Osborne had. It wasn't about later. We ain't going to get to later. <laughs> People ain't going to be around if you wait till later. It's always going to have to be about now. In college football, it's, you got three, four years, and it's over. It's always about now. Do you think that developmental program for Nebraska will be better in the long term versus, like you mentioned, Tommy, a program like Colorado, who is in that win now? Do you see more of that success in the long term with what we're on right now? Well, also, you look at look at his look at Coach Rose's history. To when he took over Temple, you know, he took them and they they, they became very successful. Then he went over, went to Baylor. I think that's when he's coming off the scandal of the sexual style salt stuff. And then what year three? They're eleven and one and, and twelve and one and playing the Fiesta Bowl. So I think I think there's something to that. Mm-hmm. To when you when you have a guy that knows how to do it and with the right resources, he's going to get it done. You know, I just want I just want people, the fans, to be patient. Because, you know, yes, Colorado won their first game. It's one game. No, it's, it's going to be the same energy if they lose the next five games. You know, so, I mean, it's just one game. He surprised a lot of people by the way his players played. It came out. But it's just one game. So, Nebraska, it's just one loss. It's one right. game. Now that game's behind you. You learn from it. Now here's another, here's another game. It's, I, always equip, I always look at it as a boxing match. Okay? There's 12 rounds. There's 12 rounds in a boxing match right now. It's 12. Each, each game is a, is a round. And the object is to win that round. We lost the first round. Doesn't mean it's over with. The fight's over with because you didn't get knocked out. We just lost the round. Now you come back and win the second round. And that's, yeah. and that's sad. You know, if you get knocked out, Tommy, you lose the fight. Yeah, but you don't get knocked out. You don't lose the round. Yeah, you lose yeah, the fight. But, but, but we lost the round, though. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know in the season of, before the end of the season that we, we're knocked out. But well, right now, this is well, a 12-round like fight. I, I would much rather just get the winning attitude and continue to win. Like I said, when we started, we started to win. We didn't stop winning for a few years. You know, that's possible. No, it's it's very, possible, it's, and it's probably we didn't stop winning damn near ever. We, we, we let it on to you. Yeah, it's, well, y'all it's, took over that same attitude yeah, that we the, had and what you had. Yeah, and, and, that's, and that's where you got it from because we started yeah, but, but But what but, but you said, it started and it kept going. They and hadn't it had it going. here. They hadn't had it here. So it starts someplace. And so now, they, they brought in Coach Rule to say, okay, let's get it started. Yeah. And, and I, I, I firmly believe once they get that first win, you're going to see the sky's the limit for this team because I think with the, with, with the schedule that they have this year and the confidence that can come from one – just winning one game, it's going to show like, wait a minute, let's well, go how down. many games do we think we can win? Well, how many think we can win? I thought we, I said we are going to go 6-6 six six this year. Everyone I talked with, I said my, my prediction was 6-6. Six six. Yeah. Well, I sure hope we win six. Yeah. The only thing I want is a bowl game. And that's why I said 6-6. Six and six. Know, I get, I'll get a bowl game, I'm fine. But we got to start getting a bowl game. Right. And, and, you know, and that's, our, that's, that's winning. And, that, and that's, that's cl- not, it's not the one game, it's the bowl game. And, and we and, can and get to the bowl game, and it's going to be far more difficult than we're looking at. And I hope we get there. I want us to get I, I there. Don't, I don't think it I, is, though. It's just an attitude, though. If we drop two or three games, it's going to be rough. I don't think, I don't think I don't, uh, like I said, once they get that first victory, and it might not be this week, who knows? But if it's next week versus Northern Illinois, I mean, and then everything else starts from there. Once you get that first one, because now you get the confidence to say, so we can win. We can do it. And the coaches start getting confident. The players start getting confident. You know, so it just takes one win to, to get everything turned around, especially with a new staff. And that's what people – if this if this was a coach Mike Riley staff years ago and we, in year four and we're still like we just need one win, something's wrong with that equation. If it, if it was Scott Frost staff, you know, we need, something's wrong with the equation. We, this is his first year. Let's give him a chance to see what yeah. he can do the first year with, with learning players. And he also started with a conference game on the road being 
Minnesota, which isn't the easiest way to start off your season, and it's not really typical to start off with a conference home opener. Obviously, you usually have those guys when you right. come to you, and you have a little bit easier of a starting, but we had starting schedule. We had them. We had them. And they did have them. We had them. We let them get away. Right. And we don't emphasize no mistakes. No mistakes means no mistakes. We're not, we'll learn from our mistakes. No mistakes. And that's the most disappointing part of that was the mistakes that they've had yeah. in that game. To where right. just take away two of those mistakes and you, you win the game. <laughs> right. But the last two the last two mistakes they made was to me were really cost them a game. Okay, the first half of the interception didn't bother me. The other hand something bothered me. But that fumble and the last interception, mm. where we had a chance to go down and, and really put the game out of reach, that's what that's what hurt Nebraska. Yeah. I, I think it just hurts more for Husker fans being that it was a close game and the history of the close game curse against Nebraska and how many have not gone in the Huskers' favor. And I think that is what stung Husker fans. Question for both of you. If the Huskers do not make a bowl game this season, is it a failure? I don't think it is. I think if they, if they if they win five games and go five and seven, I think that's a successful season. Me, simply because of where they've been, you know. But if, but of course the goal is to get a, go to the bowl game, and because you get more practice times with the players, you know. So that's why I say six and six. They could surprise everyone go seven and five. Who knows? Because the other teams still got to play the game too, and the injuries are part of it too, you know. So I that's why I'm not I'm not down on the season right now. And I'm uh, give me about four or five weeks in the season, and then I can tell you. Oh, this is going to be a tough run. This is really going to be a rough season. Or, or I see a chance. Well, I just say determined to mind. To me, it's how we lose if we have five games. You know, did we lose a game like we should have won? This because to, to me, this was a win. This really should have been a win. I, agree. It, I mean, I, I count it as a win in our mm-hmm. in our move together. If we can knock this one off, then we got two wins in my mind because we knocked off a team that just won, and so that gives us right. a little bit more credibility, you know, go, going forward. But it really, it's, it's not going to be that easy getting through those wins if we don't believe we can win. Things come to you as you believe that they have to have that belief they can do it. And they got, to, they got to win the tough ones. This was not a tough one. This was not a tough game. This was, this was, this was a game that we really should have won, yeah. and we were winning. We were winning in every area that, that it was. Despite our mistakes, we were, we, right. we were winning. You know, but we've got to emphasize the part wholeheartedly from now until the end of time that we can't make mistakes and win. And so the, the players got to know that we're not going to get over this. It's not going to be okay. We can't make mistakes. You know, you did that emphasize when I came up, that was our biggest emphasis that we can't beat ourselves. We're out here trying to beat a team and we beat ourselves. And that's what we did. We beat us. If you go they back, didn't beat us. We you, beat if us. If you go back in the history of, of football, the team in a close games like that, the team who turned the ball over the most was the team that lost. They had one turnover, we had four. You're not going to win very many games with that big of a difference. Right. Yeah, it definitely comes down to that turnover margin. Uh, when you look at when you look at this week previewing Colorado ranking number two twenty two right now, who do you think has more pressure on them? Is it Deion Sanders and company, or is it Matt Rule and company? I don't think either one have pressure on them. You know, I, I, I think with, with Deion, I think the pressure that that they feel for him is what they put on themselves, because because everyone now is like he has the, he's the talk of college football right now. And, of course, people think that he has pressure. But Deion said before the season, I have no win expectations. I just want to let people know that we're going to, we're, we're going to play some good football. And with Coach, with Coach Rule in Nebraska, you know, people really didn't have them high win a lot of games this year anyway. You know, so – but I think now if they go out and win this game, then they start putting people in mind, like, wait, wait a minute, they got something going on. Because they went they won, win and won in Colorado on the road after a team that just beat TCU on the road. So I think, I think there's really no pressure on anyone, in my opinion. Well, I believe that everybody around here wants to win. You know, they expect to win. And, have a, and uh, I, I don't think – I think it's more pressure on us to win because Colorado believes they can win. We still got to prove that we can win. So that's that belief thing that we have to always understand, that things come to you as you believe. They are convinced – 
that they're, they can win. Mm -hmm. They're convinced that they got the best coaches. They're convinced they got the best players. They're convinced they, they, they had, everybody was against them, and they, they, they beat all the odds. So they definitely have to have a little bit more momentum yep. than, than we have right now. We have to take a step back and get a running start and to believe we can do that. They have to see that they gave the game away. They lost. They didn't lose. They gave the game away. And so they still got to take, take that type of an attitude that we can win and we are better than we shown we were, but we got to cut out the mistakes and everybody got to take an individual responsibility to be the best, the best. And we got to think about not just Big Ten class, we got you want to be a world-class player or you just want to be a player? You're going to take world-class to get through the Big Ten. You, got to, you want to go to the pro or you want to go home? <laughs> You'll see in a minute where you're going. But it's your attitude. You know, in big, uh, uh, Colorado, their attitude is we're world-class and we're going to show the world that we're world-class and we're going to do it now. All right, and so Nebraska said, well, yeah, that's true, but we're going to kick your ass. We're going to take the throne. Yeah, but I, I, I still think that, that they can, you know, with the, that's just the, the, the aura Dion. Everywhere he's been, he's always been this big a winner. figure, a winner. But he's always, been, he's always talked that way, that oh, we're going to be and the best. going to be He's going to back it up. But, yeah. once, but once again, yeah. it's still just one game. Okay, it's not like it's not like they're nine games in the season. Say, I told you from the start. It's just one game. Yeah. Because, quite frankly, in that game, and I was sitting there watching that when TCU was playing the ball, running the ball. I was like, how come they're not using their quarterback run game more? Because they're not doing a thing. And as soon as they use the quarterback run game, they score. And so I think it was it was one of those deals to where if TCU would have played the way they were capable of playing, they, they wouldn't won. Colorado wouldn't won that game. But TCU cost themselves that game. Why? Look at the turnover margin. And so it's still, to me, it's still, yes, they won the game. They went out and said what they're going to do. But I don't see Colorado as this team that, that's just, oh, better than Nebraska, better than anybody right now. They won one game. Yeah. Colorado's only favored by three points as At well. home. So after, after being Vegas ranked 21. So, so, so that's when no one's truly sold on them, especially the people who, who put money on them. So maybe here's a better question. Who needs this win more, Colorado or Nebraska? I think Nebraska might need to win more. But I, but I don't necessarily think it's, it's, it's if they don't get this win that their season's over with. But I think they need more just to get more confidence in those players. I think they need to improve on defense, play one hell of a game. And I think if the defense can go out and continue improving on the game plan they play against, um, against uh, Minnesota, I don't think they'll have a problem with, with, with Colorado because the one thing that, that TCU didn't do is get a lot of pressure on, on Shador. And that's why he was able to sit back in the pocket and, and guys can run open, run open because they were playing more covers. I think Nebraska saw that and said, we got to get the ball out of his hand quick so we're going to get pressure on him because we feel that our, our secondary is strong enough to make those tackles. But if you let him sit down and let guys rub it down the field, that's why he's going to throw for 510 yards like he did <laughs> versus TCU. Johnny, I feel like I know your answer. It's going to be Nebraska needs to win more because you can't imagine going 0-2. Nebraska definitely needs to win more. <clears throat> They need to believe that they could win. Colorado already believes that they could win. They already figure it. It's just, they just we're going to do whatever's necessary to. They're going to do whatever's necessary to win. So individually, our players have to, it has to be an end of, it's a team thing. If you got two or three guys that don't do buy the job, in, do the job. we're through. You know, everybody take a turn at making a mistake. You got two or three mistakes, different mistakes. That's enough to kill you right there. So everybody got to be in it to win it, and they got to be in it to win it now. And so that to do that, you have to do it. And like I said, it, it, this momentum, once we started winning, we just kept winning. It didn't even make any difference who we were playing. Whoever showed up just got it. <laughs> they was going to get it. We didn't care. It didn't even make us a bit of difference in the world. We played the big eight was well, Colorado, uh, Oklahoma. I mean, everybody in Missouri, they were, we had the toughest conference in our country. And whoever showed up got it. And we really didn't care for real. We, we just believed we were going to win until we didn't. And it was a few years before we got beat. Yeah, but, but it, 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 that's easy for us to say because we did it. 
But we also That's but, what I'm saying we It's did. easy it's we, for, did. Us, like, we did it But these these players A lot of them have, They, they haven't the had They didn't have it and so, We didn't have it Yeah You didn't have I it I didn't have it Y'all had We had it You had it We had it through us But before We didn't have it But what you say Coach Devaney went out And recruited the guys That he can do it just like okay, Deion. just like right. uh, Deion did. He went through more of the transfer portal and bringing, which is which is which is which is, which is different. Which is uh, it's part of the rules. Yeah. Well, 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 Matt Rule and his staff are saying, no, we're gonna do it the traditional way, but we're gonna get the guys that we want. We're gonna play the transfer portal, but we want to build it to where we sustain it. Because my goal is to be here nine, ten, twelve, fifteen years, not be here two, three, four years, and I'm gone. You know, so so it's a difference of, of philosophy. Anyone works, but, 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 but I just but uh, I just think that I just think as these players, they hadn't had they hadn't had an opportunity to to fulfill winning, and so that's why I say if they just get one win with this staff right here. I think the, the sky's the limit because the, look look at the last five years they had. We kept we, we got on here every year and said, oh, this is the year you got you got these players this year this year this year. Twenty and look, years and look what happened. Nothing. <laughs> But I think I think with Coach Rule's mindset, the things and the things that he's doing, from what I'm understanding, he's doing some of the things that Coach Osborne did to build a pro, build a program, and sustain it. I think once he's his first win, I think I think everything else starts going going skyrocket. Well, Tom was there, and uh, like I said, if you ask him, what did Tom tell him? You know, and I, I think Tom told him you got to do it now. And you can do it now because we did it now. Then Tom was a, Tom was a, was just a, a position coach when all this, this this started. He was a rookie where we was the rookies. He's seen how it was developed one win at a time. How the momentum gets contagious when you get it. When you get it in your mouth and you can taste it. Oh shit! I mean, you're gonna do whatever you have to do to keep winning, but you got to taste it. You got to taste it. You got to get it started. But we, we hadn't, like I said, we hadn't won, Nebraska hadn't won since for years. It had to get it started, like, he, like he's talking. They had the same situation, but it's imperative that everybody believes that you can. And we just believed that we could. I think Colorado, Colorado believes that we can, they can, and we believe that maybe we can't. Maybe we can't. Maybe we can do it as we move along here. Maybe it'll come later. Maybe we can do this. Maybe. No. We have to do it. It just takes one. It takes one win. But with this staff right, with this team right here, one win. Because now they can say, "Hey, we're not like we were before. We got that win. Let's go now. We know we can do it with a bunch of different people. We got a new quarterback, new lineman. We can do it." Oh, I'm agreeing and, with you, but and, I'm just and, saying and, and, and this I think, is that one. And, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I, that's why I said I think Nebraska needs to win more. If they could win this one. This one is a bigger one than the ones down the road. It, it could be, but I don't think I don't think that if they don't win this, it's going to make or break the season. Is what I'm getting at because there's still a lot of no, a lot more winnable games ahead. But I think to get the non-conference win on the road versus Colorado, which is considered one of the, a big rivalry. I know that's how that's how they're approaching now. Oh, this is a rivalry game. We don't like Nebraska. I think you go out there and you beat them in their own backyard. I think that, I think now just imagine the confidence that the players have, the confidence that the fans will have. I will too. <laughs> and yeah, that's what I'm saying. And everybody's like, okay, yes, they can do. I will too. But but if, but for me, I'm not if they don't, they can't. I'm just saying, I want them to believe that they can. And, and I was saying the same. But yeah. if they don't win, I don't think this season is over with. I don't think. I, they, don't, I, I don't think they can. I, I still. I still think it's six think games we can win. Afford to have it to be the season. If we lose, we really got to press it even harder. And I, and I, and I think they, and I think they will. You know, and I think they will. And that's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying to where. They need this win, but if they don't win it, the season's not over with because they still have a lot of their goals set in front of them. Because I never thought that Nebraska going after after four weeks they're going to be four and zero. I thought maybe one and three, two and two at best, and that those those goals are still attainable. Yeah, definitely yeah. not time to hit the panic button. No, 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 no. Because like I said, we didn't really lose; we beat ourselves. If we had got beat, it'd be a whole different attitude. Right. So our, we have an opportunity to take this attitude to take it into a win. But if we had got beat, but since we beat ourselves, we can really correct that. You know, but we can't have a, a, a habit of beating ourselves right. now. Right. Go, go now, and we could get beat, but if we just don't beat ourselves, that's what we have to work against, not beating yourself. You can't play the other team and then beat yourself, too. Because <laughs> I, I want to throw this question out there. What if Nebraska would have beat Minnesota and CU would have won? What would, it be, would the expectations be any different? 
based on what, what TCU or what Colorado did at TCU, if Nebraska beat Minnesota, oh, it'd be like, oh, Colorado got it going now. Nebraska squeaked by Minnesota on the road. They barely won. I mean, so the, the narrative probably would have been the same now if they would have won. We, well, they're, they're both one and one, one and oh. We'd be just a little bit more confident of that we could win because we have won. But I don't, I don't, I don't, I have, I'm going to tell you right now, I have confidence Nebraska can go out there and and win because I don't think Colorado has a great defense. I I truly, I don't think they have a great running game. I think they're a big play offense to where we can minimize the big plays and force them to drive the ball up or down the field because I don't think they can do it. They're a big play offense. I have a lot of confidence Nebraska can go out there and win this game. Well, if we can score as fast as they can, because they 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 can score too. But what I'm saying is, it's big plays. I hope it is a scoring where we have weak defenses. What I'm saying, (laughs) what I'm saying, you look at most of their score, they're all big plays. You take those big plays away from them and force them to drive the ball down the field. I don't think they can sustain that because they don't have the offense, the offensive line, the defensive line depth. Well, I'm confident that people that can make big plays can make little plays. You know, ten yard plays. You don't have. But to me, that's a big play. That's a big play. That's what I'm saying. Big play. That's the same. Minimize those big plays because you saw a lot of well, times. If you don't get first downs, and then you 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 good. You, you know, something. If you can't get a first down, then you can't you can't make it. Yeah. How many times when when, when Colorado played Saturday, you saw them throw the balls to running back out the backfield. He goes and scores an eighty yard touchdown or a twenty yard game or throw or throw a forty two yard ball, ball down the string and guy catches go out of bounds. Those to me, you can minimize those plays by 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 getting pressure on them by just playing sound defense. But if you, if you let him throw the ball to the back out of the backfield and he on a, on a little swing pass and he goes 80 yards, that's, that's personnel there. Well, he don't have to go 80 yards. He's just got to go 10. But I don't think, I don't think they can do that. I don't think Colorado is saying, saying that. I think I it should be inspiring, too, because Nebraska's secondary was definitely a bright spot of that game and that defense. Mm-hmm. So I think they match up better in that 3-3-5 versus mm-hmm. Colorado. The 3-3-5 worked good. Yeah. Three, three, five. Because you can match talent for talent. You can get, you get speed, um, skilled players on skilled players. You know, but it, it, it only is going to work if they can get pressure on that quarterback. Because you can't let him sit in that pocket and, 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 and just throw the ball all day. Because he, he's proven that he can beat you. Even when he's at Jackson State, he's proven that he can. You give him time, he's going to find a guy open. So you got to get pressure on him, force him to use his leg to move. Because when he uses his leg to move, he's not as accurate. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, it's really a different type of energy that we have never experienced when a father has an opportunity to be there with his son. It, it puts a different type of pressure on both of them to do well. And that energy comes out, you know, to, to everybody really surrounding. And so we have to take that into consideration is why we have to overplay, mm-hmm. overconfident, overdeal. But we, we have, but like I said, the coaches have to tell them to, to believe it. And they have to believe it now. You can't, I can't excuse you to make mistakes now and we're going to be all right later. We're not going to be all right later <laughs> if we set a habit if we make mistakes. Yeah. If people pressure us and we, and we, we crumble under the pressure, we got to show them that we can't crumble and we got to show them it always has to be now. Now. No, if, if we don't enforce now, then it's always going to be later. I remember in 2000 that we were talking about winning championships. That's 23 years ago. Yeah, but I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't necessarily. I don't, I'm not going to say that the coach is not saying that we that we that in the, when they're in their meetings that we're going to win now. I don't, I don't think they're not. I don't think I'm they're not saying preaching that. We've got to win. I, 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 but well, I think we should. I think yeah, we should. Yeah, I think we should too. But I don't think these coaches saying that. And like I say, well, we don't win this week. And we're not going to be. No, they will say, no, we're going to win now. But there's things that got to happen. There's a process. You know, you, you don't want to yeah, go off your pro- – winning is the process, but, you, but there's a process to win, though. And, every, and there's no right or wrong process. It's just how people get to it. You know, you know just, like you, just like you said, Bob Devaney, he had that process. We're going to win now, so we ain't got, got the stuff to do it. And it started – well, we're going to have big but, plays. Yeah, yeah, like but, special teams. Yeah, but if you look at the history of Matt Rule, his, his, his just going out there and getting players, developing them, and then sustaining long term. That's so – doesn't make that's the wrong process. I just know Nebraska fans want to win now, so they might not be patient. Well, but, we, but, we don't just want to win now. We want to win national championships now, conference championships now. And you do that I'm willing to settle for just a bowl game now. Well, that's the first step. <laughs> okay, but it's a bowl game. I'm not asking for okay, national uh, okay, championships. So, 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 so that's so, conference championships. So, so, I'm you, asking for a bowl game. So when you saying that, that you asked for a bowl game, what would it take for Nebraska to get to a bowl game? Six games. Six games. Okay, how many games they have left on the schedule? 
11, 11 games. I think they have a good chance of winning six I, out of six I, out of eleven. I'm not saying that they're not. I'm so, just saying that that has to be the goal. Uh, uh, and it is the goal. I know no, what the, the goal is to win every game. No, but the goal is but, but, no, but, but, <laughs> but, but I do know for a fact. Trevor's told me this year we, we want to go to a bowl game. We go to the bowl game. Matt Rose say, I, we want to win to our goal is to go to the bowl game this first year. So now we can get the fans excited because we get them going on trips with us. We can get more extra time. To, so I think the, the goal is still there now. As fans, we want to win every game because that's what we want. You want to win every game. I want to win every game. I but, want to go to a bowl game. Yeah, but, but so. I don't have to win every game. Yeah, so, so whether it's whether 6 and 6, 7 and 5, 8 and 3, whatever, they still go to the bowl game. If right? They, if they 6. No, but I just said six, I, I said six and six, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but if you don't get six, you don't go to the bowl. So that's what I'm saying. So six wins, seven wins, eight wins, it's still going to the bowl game. So they still have their goal in front of them. I understand. Now as fans last year we won three games. No, we won more than three games last year. Four. Yeah, we won more than three oh, games. Well, well, all right, yeah. four. But 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 oh, <laughs> okay, okay. And how many games did we win the year before that? And how many games did we win before that? And how many games we win before that? So that's what I'm saying. So event, so the goal is still there, and I think that they, they they have the right people in place right now, and the right team right now to win next this game based off the schedule that they have. Yeah. I mean, day by day is written on Memorial Stadium, and that's what Matt Rule has been preaching is I'm taking this day by day. I'm not in win-now mode, and he's been really transparent about that, I think, and it's in the long term, as you're saying, Tommy, of where this team wants to be. And, I mean, what better way would it to be to get number one win against Colorado, uh, the number two? That would be great. That would be a momentum boost. Right. That would knock us off the park if we could start with a team like that. If we start with another team, wouldn't be nearly as much. We got with two wins behind, long behind us. We're still iffy, but if we knock this, these puppies off the off the, the deal here, then we we take a step back. We didn't got to run and start. And I feel just watching what I saw in person. I know a lot of people probably saw it on TV, but I purposely went to this game, Minnesota last week to see. I didn't think that Nebraska was going to play as well as they did defensively because of what I saw the previous years. But how do these, how do they respond to adversity on the road? And 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 one thing I one thing I saw that I didn't see, those kids kept fighting. Defense kept fighting. Offense tried to keep fighting. And then another turnover happened. What happened? They kept yeah, you fighting. Beat yourself. Yeah. They, they kept fighting. Well, but in the past, all the way back to the the, the Mike Riley, the Bill. When it was when bad things happened, you saw the team energy fold, and well, things got worse. Well, when I went down to see him practice, Tommy, I was very impressed with the team. I said, God damn, we got some good players. Yeah. We got some big players. We got some fast players. We got some creative players. We got guys who can run punch back and kick off. Do they, will they play together, though? That's can they bring exactly. it together, though? You know, that, that's the only thing that they're missing. And so you, it's hard to not to be together if you piece it together. You got to have one attitude, one mind, one thought, and now. But that don't happen in one game, though. I don't care what that can happen about. like that. I, 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 that doesn't happen in one game. It happened like that for us. It happened like that. <laughs> I've seen it happen, and it happened like that for them. No, I don't think it happened like that It happened like no, that for I don't them. Think, I don't think and it then you get that in your mind, and then that stage no, is hard no, to break see, that thought. Here's where we, we go different. It happened for them. I don't think it really happened for them because their defense still gave up 42 points. You know, they, they had the obstacles on it. You, you're not going to – they're not going to be USC doing it. They ain't going to be Oregon scoring them in. You, eventually, the defense got to make their part too, and they got a lot of hold. They need a lot of help on defense. And so, I, I, I think TCU was just, was just at the right time to where they started a new quarterback, new running back, new offensive coordinator. They lost a lot of guys on – new receivers lost a lot of guys on defense. I think TCU was primed for for, for, for defense. Oh, yeah. People know, and, and, and bam, hit. And even when everything that happened, TCU still cost himself with a turnover late in the game. Well, I, I think in uh, 71, Oklahoma was a better team than we had. That could be true. Sometimes well, the best team don't always win, though. That's exactly right. We wanted it more. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. The best team don't always win. We wanted it more. But, so, I don't, but, I, and, but we, and we went to the end. We just took over. We had did what we had. We had to have do what they were trying to do. We if we had gave up the ball. We had to make sure we had the ball last. Right. Because that's why? the same thing that they had because, to do. Because to I make sure they had the ball last. And I guarantee you, in that game, the more you guys stay in the game with them and hit them out, you got more confidence. I guarantee it. Yeah. Because, because you already said they were the better team. But the more you give a team an opportunity to stay close with you, 
then their confidence will go up, and now you're going. This other team's gonna start working, and that's what TCU did. Instead of dominating the game, just taking over, they let they let Carl stay in it. Exactly and that's what, right. and you can't they, let a team like that stay in the game. They let them in it when they fumbled in. They yeah. let them in it. Let them in it. And so I just think that, that's like, why I just kept going back. It's just one game. It's just one game. What now? Is he going to have? Are they going to have the same energy if he loses versus Nebraska? Is the energy of Nebraska going to be different if they beat Colorado? You know, so yes. a, a win a lot. That's what I'm getting. At. A win mm-hmm. loss can change the energy of both programs. And, that's, and so that's why I'm saying that if Nebraska win this game. You're going to start everything going up because now they know they can do it and he did it on the road versus a guy who's missed a football, right? Well, yeah, they'll, they'll, <laughs> football. they'll have a reason. To. They'll, have, they'll have a reason to, yeah. <laughs> they'll have a reason to, yeah. It'll yeah. definitely be emotional, too, in Boulder. I mean, given the rivalry, given mm-hmm. the fans, all the red that'll be out there, how do you handle the hype as players and coaches because there's so many distractions surrounding this game? The only distraction is what you let distract you. Oh, yeah, you don't. As a, player, no as, a player, as a player, you, you, you don't get distracted by that. You don't that. even hear the fans. No. You don't even hear it. You know, all the distraction they, they, comes they from the fan and media, the hype of the game. Mm-hmm. But, you, like, I guarantee you, Nebraska's not worried about what, what Prime says in his press conference and all that kind of stuff. Why? Because they're yeah. focusing on their job. Yeah. yeah. You know, Nebraska's not worried about how many Nebraska color rays are going to be in the stadium. Well, no, because well, no, in between the line, it's just white and black jerseys going to be going against each other. So we got to make sure we're doing what yeah. we do. And doing your job. Yes. So, just stick on doing your job and you're fine. That's all you care about, getting your job done for your teammate. For the guy next to you, you do your part, and you do your part, and we all do our parts. We got to put all those parts together. That's all I think they care about. Yeah. That's, that's all good. they need to care about. The biggest distraction will be the fans with each other. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. It'll be the scene outside of the stadium, Yeah, that's going to be the biggest distraction. They're going to be wild, though. <laughs> They're going to be wild because they want it, and they, they can feel they want it now. Yeah. They want it. It's a big game. This is, a, this is our biggest game of the, of the year. For sure. I think this might be the most hyped-up Nebraska game, maybe since Nebraska-Ohio State college game day, if we, probably. If we beat Dion, we get everything Dion got. Mm-hmm. Everything goes back to everything Coach Rule. Everything got. So, see, everybody here told you he was a yeah. guy. Look what he's did. Right. And everyone knows he's a, he's, a, he's a really good football coach, but if he goes out and beat the big story of college football right now on the road, after, after he was the way he's talking, now that their energy going to shift to Matt Rossi, we knew that he, they, they hired the right guy. Oh, they go crazy. Yeah. yeah. Narratives will definitely change. <laughs> I want to take you guys back down memory lane. So uh, I was looking up the all-time series, Nebraska, of course, leading 49-20-2. Longest win streak was 18 wins over Colorado from 1968 to 1985. Do you guys have any fond memories of going out to Boulder or maybe games in Memorial between – Nebraska and Colorado. Oh yeah, I remember when uh, we were we were one, they were two, and Oklahoma was three. And we went out there. I probably had one of my better games, you know, out there. But like I said, the pressure was on, uh, and and we were able to uh, able to do it. So uh, you always have fine memories, and I don't know which one, but we won almost all of them. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, seriously, we didn't care who who came, who we played. They were going to get it. And that was basically our attitude. Whoever shows up, get it. And we lost, I mean, I think we lost a couple of games in, in two, three years. And it was shocking that we would lose a couple of games, you know? I mean, and we won so many, we were just used to the winning. And right. Because we were willing to do whatever it took to win. Like I said, and the winning didn't come that day. Winning came during practice the week of, the week way before. You win the game in practice, not on Saturdays. And in camp coming up and, and running stadium stairs after practice and running laps and doing extra stuff, standing out catching passes and uh, you know, throwing passes mm-hmm. and getting punts and kickoffs. And one of the really big things is that I noticed that we don't do all the time, but I hope that changes. Football, in my estimation, is offense, defense, and special teams. We don't emphasize special teams. We got to get more yards. You know, whenever you get an extra 10 or 15 yards on a, on a punt return or kickoff, how that puts you closer to be able to get that score. Mm-hmm. It's only, you can only get three. You don't have to get six, but you get, it puts you closer. But you got to emphasize the importance of special teams. Mm-hmm. And, and all of our guys, we knew that was our chance to make a big play. And we did. We more times than not, we did. And that was the difference between Oklahoma and Nebraska game. It was just that one darn play that gave us that little bit of edge that we were able to keep to the end and hung on at the, for dear life at the end against a great darn team. A great darn team. But 
But we had a team thing. It was just all about the team. And the thing that's really different now because of the portal, you don't get a chance to get that type of camaraderie right. that, that we had, that brotherhood uh, that we had. We, we, you know, it was all about us. It wasn't about me. It was about us. Because I never, ever scored a touchdown by myself. <laughs> not, well, you not try, one. You, you tried. You tried. I sure <laughs> tried, but I never, I wasn't even trying. Right, right. I have this one against Oklahoma State. Where I, when I'm out talking, that I count, the, we count the the blocks, and we count them one, and then you see another one, two, and then three, four, five, six. Everybody did something. Seven, eight, nine. Yeah, we everybody, and that was the thing. I used to call the plays. I remember I used to call a, a pump return left. I go right, and I call right, and I go left. Yeah. So I just got to call it, all right, everybody get a block. Ready? Go. <laughs> get a block. And they did. We'll figure out, we'll figure out everything later. Because <laughs> I had no idea where I was going to go. How am right. I? No. I don't know what they're going to do. So it could be wrong all the time. Just, you know, we're going to take it up the middle and just go. Everybody get a goddamn block. And that's and that, that was the play. Everybody get a block. And you can hear Richard Glover ask him sometime uh, about it. He said, I just said, get a block. Everybody get a block. <laughs> <laughs> as simple as that. And they did. We can count them out. And everybody got a block. Mm -hmm. Tommy, any memories stand out for you against Colorado? I love playing in Colorado. Because I love the hostile fans. You know, and I, people are out on play against Colorado three times. So, when um, junior, I had the blood class to sit that, sat that game out. But my two fondest memories, my, my sophomore year and senior, going out there and, and watching them, they're watching the fans go, you know, just go send them home. You know, we're going to a championship game. <laughs> because they talked. All the time, and, and, and rivals like that, you, you want to go in someone's backyard and, and beat them. Yeah, that's that's better than beat them at home because you're going to someone's backyard and you taking over the, over their house. That's right. No better feeling. So those when the, that, that 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 series Colorado playing against them on the road, that was special. Before we wrap up the show, I want to hear biggest keys for you guys for the Huskers to come away with the win at Colorado. For me, I think. For me, I think if uh, one, they got to minimize the turnovers again. They can't. They, they can't turn the ball over, and if they do one or less. I think they're gonna have to. I think they have to average at least five five yards of carry. I think they're gonna have to rush the ball 50 to 60 times. I think they, Jeff Sims can't run it 19 times like he did last before. And I think defense. If 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 you can keep them to probably 30 percent on third down conversions, you give yourself a chance. Oh, well, we have to make our third down conversions. You know, we have to make it. We have to call the plays initially. They're going to ensure that we get the third down conversion, and we have to have the go-to guy or the go-to play that we can convert on third downs when, when it's hard. You know, and we got we got to hold. We got we got to make some big plays, and we can't make no mistakes. We got to have some big plays, and I hope that we emphasize something that we can get something going on. Especially, we have a punt return or a kickoff. That we can get us an edge because all we need is an edge. It's always going to be close. We got mm -hmm. to have that that little bit of edge on the special teams. I they call it special, but I just don't know if we emphasize it enough for the guys just to get together and make sure let's make it happen now. Because if the difference between coming out on the ten and coming out on the thirty or the forty is a big difference. Because you know, in another first down, you got you got a field goal. You got at least a field goal, and we 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 can we can kick three or four or five field goals and we'll be good. But we got to make our third down conversions. Well, guys, can't wait to see how it plays out. Colorado, Nebraska, rivalry renewed. Thank yes. you guys so much for the time. Ass kickers, booty whoopers. That's what we want to do. <laughs> Here we go. You tell them. You Here tell we go. <laughs>